Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So tonight we're going to listen to the audio from a three-part series that we put out today for Veterans Day. Um, it outlines pretty much every conflict the U.S. has been involved with since the U.S. has been the U.S. It's probably a lot more than you think. So uh, just buckle up and keep on listening. You'll hear part one, then part two, then probably an ad break, and uh, then come back with part three. All right, so let's get started. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So tonight we are uh, filming our Veterans Day special. And it's going to be a multi-part series in which we're going to discuss all of America's conflicts, all the United States' conflicts. When we think of our conflicts, we think of the Revolutionary War, the War of 1812, the Mexican-American War, Civil War, Spanish-American War, World War I, World War II, Korea, Vietnam, Desert Storm, and then the War on Terror. That's a tiny fraction of our conflicts. When history gets recorded, the minor ones get left out. Fifty years from now, nobody's going to know about Somalia, the Tongo-Tongo ambush, Grenada, Panama. None of this is going to be talked about. Benghazi, even. So what we're going to do today, in various parts, because it would get way too long, is we're going to talk about all of them. I have written on a whiteboard in front of me uh, the names of the wars and the years. I'm going to give you a little bit of insight, a little bit of commentary on most of them. Um, keep in mind... I haven't actually taken a class on this stuff in like 17 years. So if one of them interests you, you might want to fact check it a little bit. Okay, so we're going to start off with the Revolutionary War, 1775 to 1783. The Cherokee-American War, 1776 to 1795. This is almost 20 years of minor skirmishes. Um, if you want to know something cool about this, look up a guy named Dragon Canoe. The Northwest Indian War, 1785 to 1793, this was a war over the Northwest Territory. Keep in mind, this was the Northwest Territory at the time, so we're not talking about Washington and Oregon, we're talking about Ohio. We have Shays Rebellion, 1786-1787, that's an uprising over debts and taxes. Uh, the Whiskey Rebellion, 1791-1794, also about taxes. The Quasi-War... At 1798 to 1800, uh, at the end of the American Revolution, we owed the French money. When they had their revolution, we were like, oh, it's a new government, we're not paying you. And they were like, yeah, you are. We had some naval battles. Uh, never, it, it, it didn't grow too much, but it was kind of a de facto quiet war, a quasi-war. Uh, you have Fry's Rebellion in uh, 1799 to 1800, another tax revolt. Um, the Barbary Wars, the first Barbary War was 1801 to 1805, pirates, pirates along uh, the Med. The German Coast Uprising in 1811, this was a slave uprising um, near New Orleans. There were two whites that were killed, and in response, we killed a hundred black people. Uh, Tecumseh's War, also 1811. 
Now, this was the end of the Sixty Years' War. That was a war for the control of the Great Lakes. Uh, this is where we get the slogan, Tippecanoe and Tyler II, and this pretty much caused the War of 1812. The War of 1812. In the U.S., this is a major event. This is one of the few wars we actually learn about. Um, American historians will refer to it as America's Second Revolution because it secured our place on the international stage. Meanwhile, everywhere else in the world, this is a sideshow. <laughs> this is a minor theater to the Napoleonic Wars. Uh, the Creek War, that's 1813 to 1814. This was an internal war um, with the Creek. The Spanish and the British were supporting Red Stick's side, and the Americans were supporting the, the, the opposing Creeks. The big thing to come out of this, Andrew Jackson became a hero, became a war hero. Not such a great thing. Um, the Second Barbary War, 1815, also pirates. First Seminole War, 1817 to 1818. This is when the Seminoles were sent to the reservation in central Florida. Prior to that, they were up in northwest Florida near Pensacola. Um, the Texas Indian Wars, it's 1820 to 1875. To the real history buffs out there, yes, I understand some of the other conflicts that I'm going to talk about could just be filed under this. But I want to highlight that we're talking about 55 years of land grabs and ethnic cleansing. It was settlers versus natives. See the uh, Eric Carl War. It's 1823. I think this is one of the few native wars that wasn't over land, um, like directly. I want to say this had to do with the fur trade. What I do know is it was the first time the U.S. military was active west of the Missouri. You have the Aegean Sea operations in 1825 to 1828. More pirates. Uh, the Winnebago War, 1827. Minor skirmishes. This one didn't get too crazy. Um, the first Sumatran expedition in 1832. Some indigenous Indonesians attacked a merchant ship, and the U.S. Navy went there and exacted reprisal. Uh, the Black Hawk War in 1832. This one's actually really sad. Um, there was some land that had been ceded to the U.S. government and a native leader sees it, it's not being used, so he settles there with his people. The Americans in the area thought it was a prelude to an attack, and war commenced. The Second Seminole War, 1835 to 1842, this is when Jackson decided to move the Seminoles to Oklahoma. Second Sumatran Expedition, 1838, it's a exact replay of the first. A uh, merchant ship was attacked. U.S. Navy went there to exact reprisals. The Pork and Beans War in 1839, or 1838 and 1839. The United States and the United Kingdom go to war over the border between Maine and New Brunswick, as if that's worth fighting over. Um, so this was a joke even at the time. In this war, nobody died. Uh, we took some British soldiers, POW, and I think some Canadians might have got injured, but nobody died. 
uh, the Ivory Coast Expedition in 1842. That's pirates again, but this is a little different. Merchant ships were getting attacked, but they're getting attacked along the Ivory Coast um, by people in war canoes. They might have had a good reason to fear white ships. Call me crazy. Um, the squadron of ships that was there was actually there conducting anti-slavery operations because by 1842, as far as the federal government was concerned, the transatlantic slave trade should stop. So that, that's a weird one. Uh, the Mexican-American War, 1846 to 1848. We annexed Texas. It triggered war. Uh, let's see, the Cayos War, that's 1847 to 18. 55, same old story, land grab. So now we're at 1850. We're not even to the Civil War yet. First 75 years. A lot more conflicts than get talked about. Granted, some of these weren't major, but some of them were huge. And they just get left out because we don't like why the war started. We don't like the outcome. We don't like how it paints us. So it doesn't get included. I think Veterans Day is probably a good day to talk about all these. So part two of this will be coming very, very soon because we're getting over our normal time limit. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good night. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again. So this is part two of our Veterans Day special where we are going through all of America's conflicts, at least all the ones I can think of. Um not just the major ones that are in history books. So we're just going to jump right back in where we left off. The Apache Wars ran from 1851 till about 1924. wasn't constant. It was uh, skirmishes over and over again. Interesting uh, piece of this is Geronimo, of course, and the U.S. military put 5,000 men in the field to deal with Geronimo and his 30 guys. <laughs> um, Alright, we've got uh, the Bleeding of Kansas. Bleeding Kansas. That's 1854 to 1861. This was uh, the Civil War's rehearsal. Um, it was to determine whether or not Kansas was going to be a slave state. You have the Puget Sound War from 1855 to 1856. Now, this is seen as a part of the Akima War and separate from it. Uh, it's weird. The One of the most notable things about this is that there was a chief who was executed for murder during the war. The U.S. was really bad about native rights in almost every respect. However, typically, typically, they were seen as combatants, and they were treated like that. Um, this is a case where that didn't happen. They had to try him twice. The first one ended in a hung jury, and the second, uh, the second they convicted him. Uh, you have the first Fiji expedition. That's 1855. So there was a civil war going on, and an American agent, American businessman, his house caught fire, was burned, something like that, and the U.S. Navy showed up and demanded money. 
You have the Rogue River Wars, that's 1855 to 1856. That was a, another land grab up in Oregon. The Third Seminole War, the Yakima War, the wider one, more land grabbing. The Second Opium War, 1856 to 1859. Real history buffs right now are going, we weren't involved in that. And that's right. They're right. <laughs> For some reason, it is now kind of being taught that we were. We weren't. We were there at the same time the U.S. Navy was there. A merchant U.S. ship was fired upon. So the U.S. Navy um, took some forts and then said, no, we're neutral in the war, but at the same time secretly helped out the French and British. Uh, let's see, the Utah War, 1857 and 1858. This was minor skirmishes between Mormons and the U.S. military. No joke. Uh, the Navajo Wars, that's... Uh, 1858 to 1866. Now, this ended with the Long Walk. Uh, I didn't talk about the Trail of Tears, but uh, just remember that all Native groups that got moved, they all went through that, and the in, in various ways. This was the Navajo, the Long Walk. Anyway. Uh, second Fiji expedition, 1859. Uh, I could be wrong about this one. I'm a little hazy on this, but I want to say that there was a rumor that two Americans were uh, literally had for lunch by by some natives. Uh, I think. <laughs> uh, let's see, John Brown's raid, 1859. First and Second Cortina War. Uh, that's 1859 to 1861. That was a ranch war. It was a ranch war. Uh, the Civil War, of course, 1861 to 1865. Uh, let's see. You have the Dakota War, 1862. It's a land grab. The Colorado War, 1863 to 1865, land grab. Even during the Civil War, this was still going on. Um, let's see, the Shimonosaki campaign in 1863 to 1864. Okay, the Tokugawa shogunate was pretty friendly to outside influence. However, other elements within Japan were not. And at some point, the kind of command went out to expel the barbarians. That, that's us. And in the process of that, a merchant ship was attacked the U.S. Navy got involved. Let's see, we've got the Snake War, that's 1864 to 1868, land grab, Powder River War, 1865, land grab, Red Clouds War, 1866 to 1868. Interesting thing about this one, the natives won. Uh, the Formosa Expedition in 1867, that's pirates in Taiwan. The Comanche Campaign, 1867 to 1875, wasn't only against Comanches, though. Um, the Korean Expedition in 1871. We were in their waters. They shot at us, and we shot at them. Um, the Modoc Campaign. That's 1872 and 1873. Um, the Red River War, 1874, 1875. That ended the Texas Indian Wars. Uh, 
let's see, uh, the Great Sioux War, 1876, Buffalo Hunters War, 1876 to 77, Pierce War, 1877, Bannock War, 1878, Cheyenne War, 1878 to 1879, Sheep Eaters War, 1879, White River War, 1879 to 1880. All of these are land grabs. Pine Ridge Campaign, 1890 to 1891, that's Wounded Knee. That's when that happened. Second Samoan Civil War, 1898 to 1899. That was at the end of this, uh, Germany, the UK, and the US divided up the area. The Spanish-American War, 1898. Remember the Maine, and then come to find out it probably wasn't attacked by the Spanish, um, but that triggered that war. Um, so during that war, we supported the Filipinos, and immediately after that war ends, you have the Philippine-American War, which is 1899 to 1902, because they were not really happy about the idea of just becoming, just having us become their new rulers. They kind of thought that they were going to get freedom after kicking the Spanish out. Let's see, Boxer Rebellion, 1899 to 1901. Crazy Snake Rebellion in 1909. That's an interesting one. So, there was uh, the accusation that uh, either the natives or their African-American friends stole some smoked meat and the sheriff formed a posse to go get them and both the natives and and the african-americans realized they're probably not going to get justice so it sparked a little rebellion uh the border war 1910 to 1916 think pancho villa the armed uprising of independence of color now this was in 1912 in cuba basically black cubans had had enough they were done, <laughs> and uh, they, they fought back, and they did really well against the Cuban military, and then their president contacted the U.S., and the Marines went down. This is uh, what I would consider the start of the Banana Wars, and this seems like a good place to uh, take a little break in this series. We'll be back shortly with the rest of it. We are going to highlight the next hundred years. Um, but again, we're showcasing that as much as we talk about other countries being warmongering, you can't find many years of peace in U.S. history. We're always at war. We just don't always talk about them. As militaristic as we are, we like to forget about a lot of this because looking back at it through clearer eyes, a lot of this wasn't just. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good night. Well, howdy there, Internet people. It's Bo again, and welcome to part three of our Veterans Day special, where we are outlining all of the times we've turned veterans into combat veterans. Um, if you haven't watched the first two parts, go ahead and go watch those first. <laughs> we are in the early 1900s now. I will tell you that once we get to the Cold War, I have 
pretty much just given up on outlining all of them. So I just hit the ones that uh, <laughs> that I wasn't confident people were uh, familiar with. Uh, to put it bluntly, us destabilizing Iran didn't even make the list. Okay, so early 1900s. The occupation in Nicaragua ran uh, from 1912 to 1933. Now, we were there in 1909 at request of the uh, regime in power. But in 1912, U.S. investments started uh, becoming at risk. So, uh, <laughs> we, we intervened a little bit more heavily on the side of the right wing. Um, that was uh, involved in the factional fighting there. By 1927, a full-blown civil war had erupted, and we stayed until 1933. Then you've got the Bluff War, which ran 1914 to 1915. This is a native war. 1900s, still going on. Vera Cruz is 1914. We inserted ourselves into the Mexican Revolution under the flimsiest of pretexts. The occupation of Haiti, 1915 to 1934. Uh, the people there took out a dictator that we liked. Uh, we were worried about German influence because they had a lot of the business. So we, we took it over. Uh, occupation of the Dominican Republic, 1916 to 1924. It was politically unstable. We were worried about German influence, so we took it over. World War I. Don't think I need to go over that one. Uh, here's one that I think is going to surprise most people. The Russian Civil War, 1918 to 1920. The U.S. deployed more than 10,000 troops to invade Russia. <laughs> we were... Uh, they're operating on the side of the Tsar. And this is really the beginning of the Cold War. Why would the Soviets not like us? Because we fought them before they even had control of the country. Uh, if you want to look up more on that, look up the Polar Bear Expedition. Let's see. Uh, the Last Indian Uprising, 1923. Then we get to World War II, Korean War, it's 1950 to 53. Uh, Laotian Civil War, 1953 to 1975, we interjected ourselves into that. Lebanon, 1958, we intervened by request on this one. And for once it worked out, that, that one went pretty well. Uh, the Bay of Pigs in 1961, U.S. sponsored Cuban exiles trying to take out Castro. The Simba Revolution in 1964. This is communist versus capitalist, Cold War, uh, Masters of the Universe type stuff. The Vietnam War, communist insurgency in Thailand in 1965 to 1983. Here's one for you. The Second Korean War, uh, 1966 to 1969. So, uh, this is also known as the Korean DMZ conflict. It's often said, well, there's no peace treaty. 
about the Korean War. Mm, that's kind of true. There was an armistice, though. There was an armistice signed. Ended hostilities. Problem is, it had a uh, clause about not introducing nuclear weapons. No new weapons could be brought in. The U.S. wanted to put nukes there because it could reach China and the Soviet Union. And even though that clause was there, we just violated it and put the nukes there. And that started a low-level conflict that lasted a couple years. Uh, the Dominican Civil War, 1965 to 1966, uh, there was a coup. We inserted ourselves. The Cambodian Civil War, 1967-1975, same uh, communist versus capitalist stuff. Um, the U.S. in that case <laughs> supported the... Uh, the Kingdom of Cambodia and the Kermer Republic. Um, just any, anybody but the cap, uh, communists. The war in southern Zaire, 1978. More communist versus capitalist stuff. A mine got taken. That's really why we got involved. Lebanon, 1982 to 84. That was a multinational uh, peacekeeping force. It was an utter failure that time. Grenada, 1983. Uh, so Grenada had just become an independent country. In 79, there was a coup. Uh, and then in 83, there was a coup to take out the guy who, who, who took the last guy out with a coup. Reagan was worried that medical students there would get taken hostage. Wasn't actually worried about them was worried about how it would make him look because of the Iran hostage crisis under Carter. Uh, Libya, 1986, there was a bombing as a reprisal to an attack on a disco in West Berlin. The tanker wars, 1987 to 88, Iraq provoked, <laughs> uh, or Iraq attacked Iran in an attempt to provoke them into an overreaction. And it worked. And it worked. And the U.S. began uh, limiting Iranian uh, oil tankers. I got my tan off the coast of Iran and all of that. Uh, Panama, 1989 to 90. There were a whole bunch of reasons given for this. Uh, drugs, human rights, a whole bunch of stuff. The reality was they were worried that Noriega would not be neutral when it came to the canal, so he had to go. It was about money. The first Gulf War, Somalia, 92 to 95, Black Hawk Down. Um, Bosnian War, 92 to 95. Haiti again, 94 to 95. This is a cool one. You want to talk about gunboat diplomacy? Our uh, diplomat trying to get the guy who uh, staged a coup, trying to get him to step down, literally just showed him a video of U.S. troops flying in. I'm like, we're already loaded up. We're going to invade your country. If you step down, you'll save a lot of lives. And he did. That actually went, uh, I mean, as well as can be expected. Kosovo, 98 to 99. Uh, Operation Infinite Reach in 98, that was cruise missile attacks uh, targeting the organization responsible for September 11th. It was an unmitigated failure. 
You got Afghanistan, 2001 to present. Iraq, 2003 to present. Pakistan, 2004 to present. Interestingly enough, when this all gets reframed in a history book, it will probably be Pakistan that becomes the important one because that's the first real drone war. Um, most of the operations there were drone. So it will have some historical significance. Uh, Somalia, again, 2007 to present, mostly drones and spec ops raids. Uh, Ocean Shield, 2001 to 2016, that's the Indian Ocean. Pirates again. Libya, 2011 to present, unmitigated failure. Um, Uganda, 2011 to 2017. Syria, 2006 to present. We propagandized the populace, started a rebellion, destabilized the country, um, primarily for economic reasons. And then we've got Yemen, 2015 to present, where we have light involvement and uh, in an advisory role. So this is it. This is it. And this isn't even all of it. I think the best thing that we can do for veterans today is to stop turning veterans into combat veterans. That might be the best thing we can do. And as extra credit, maybe go back through this list and try to figure out how many years the U.S. was at peace out of its entire existence. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good night. And that's the show for tonight. Uh, don't forget to check us out over on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, pretty much everywhere. Uh, and stay tuned here. We've got some great guests, guests coming up in the next week. And I, as always, y'all have a good night.